is the Fade 5 Podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets, you jack wagons. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good son, Nathaniel Lundy. It is indeed the Fade 5 Podcast presented by Suavecito Tequila. Uh, and it was a mediocre weekend for yours, truly. Uh, somewhat profitable, believe it or not, in the world of college basketball. I'm up one lousy unit, uh, but a plus is still a triumph in the world of spets, uh, sports betting. But it was minus 0.05 units on the 45 wagers I made in the NFL on Sunday, but uh, here is a chance to squander more cash or maybe actually finish in a profitable side of things. We got Buccaneers. We got Saints tonight. Uh, we see a little bit of line movement. Uh, Captain Hook Yar has uh, been taken away on the standard line as it is down to Bucks minus three. And the total right now at BetMGM at 40 and a half. Uh, these CU teams played earlier this season. It was a 20 to 10 final. Uh, typically, these games have been of the lower scoring variety. Uh, and the Buccaneers did take that first victory. Do you think the Saints exact their revenge? Or is it going to be more of the same in Western Florida tonight? What do you got for me, Lundy? Oh, we're going very low scoring. We're talking Barry White, brother. We're going low. I'm calling Bucks 17, Saints 14, which means I'm hurting without that hook, my man. I'm hurting. I'm hurting just a little. Yeah, it's a really good line. I- I'm not going to lie to you. You know, if you want to play this, uh, do a SGP slash OGP, maybe take uh, Tampa on the money line just to win straight up. Uh, then boost that total up to like, uh, I don't know, 45 and a half, maybe 46 and a half. Slap the two together and get it at low plus odds. It's probably the best strategy to really play this game. I'm with you, man. I think it could be like 13 to 10, 17 to 14, uh, 20 to 17 within that range. I don't really feel good about any kind of prediction outside of that. So I'm going to build in some cushion uh, so I can avoid a lot of the pushing in the sports betting market and hopefully secure some cold, hard cash in the end. Uh, so with the Saints, with the Buccaneer bets on the board, let's get after it on some of our favorite player props with another edition of the Fade Five. Number five. Uh, kickers are people, though I do question it, uh, and I would certainly sit on the stand at a court of law and point fingers because I don't believe they're really people. Uh, maybe they're robotic in nature, uh, manufactured somewhere. I have no idea. Uh, but tonight, uh, Ryan Suckup, hopefully you're not going to live uh, down uh, to your last name. And uh, I'm going to take the over here on seven and a half points. Minus 125 at BetMGM. So did a little digging, and it's really rare for me to research anything on place kickers. But uh, the trends are my friend in this instance. Uh, Suckup has been over 7.5 points in a game five times this year. He had eight points scored against the Saints in Week 2 in that first matchup. And New Orleans has allowed nine kickers, nine to go over seven and a half points in a given contest. So uh, there's a lot of flexibility with them on defense between the 20s, uh, but they've hardened. They have stiffened inside the red zone. So as a result, they've shut down a lot of offenses, trying to punch it in for six. And as a result, uh, Ryan Suckup coming out here and splits the uprights for three. And I think it's going to happen 
uh, tonight as well. He has eight, 23 of 26 field goals. I'm no mathematician, uh, so I had to look this number up. That's 88.5% uh, through the upright. So Ryan Suckup, give me the over, seven and a half points scored, minus 125, a little heavier juice here at BetMGM, but still worth a ticket. Lundy, fade or follow. So here's the thing. If you follow my prediction, then he hits the under on this. The problem is I also really actually like this bet. So if for some reason, like I gave you 17-14, let's say this thing winds up like 16-14. Well, then get down with your bad self, Ryan Suckup, because that actually hits the over. So tell you what, despite my prediction, I'm like you. I actually do not have a good feel for this game and I'm a lot more excited about the player props, even though I'm kind of yeah about some of those too. Uh, but this is actually one of the ones that I really like because I think the – you say kickers are people too. Uh, thanks, Rich Eisen. Um, I, I actually believe this is going to be a kick fest, man. I think this is going to be a little hat tip to the World Cup, and we're going to see the kickers way more than we want to tonight. Uh, how about 9-6 to six, uh, Tampa in the end? A 3-6-9. Hey, that's still a over. Don't suck. Suck up. Number four. All right, let's live in the land down under and cue the minute work there in the background. And I'm going to look at Taysom Hill here, who uh, has been uh, a point of controversy, controversy, if you will, in the world of fantasy football because of the tight end eligibility. And he rarely catches passes. Uh, he's more used as an option quarterback than anything else. And tonight, I'm going to take the under on 25.5 rush yards. Pull this from DraftKings at minus 115. Um, you look at Taysom Hill. He's only hit the over uh, in a game uh, six times this year. So he's been under the other five matchups. Uh, he has played around 54% of the snaps over the last couple of weeks. So uh, that is a friendly trend. And he's usually getting four to six rush attempts uh, per game. Uh, but he had three for 14, three attempts for 14 yards on the ground in uh, the first clash with Tampa back in week two. And yeah, you look at the Buccaneers giving up 4.44 yards per carry and 95.3 yards per game to the running back position. And that's very uncharacteristic uh, based on some of the recent brands that have trotted out for this Buccaneers squad. But I'm not buying it with Taysom Hill. I think it's going to be more of the same that we saw back in week two, uh, probably on, you know, a, a, another three to five rush attempts. He's got to get bottled up on the ground. And as a result, I'm taking that under on his 25.5 rush yards. Lundy, fade or follow, minus 115 at draft. Take, take the under. And no, he's not a tight end. Would you knock it off already? <laughs> he's not. I've said this a million times. He is a glorified Tim Tebow. That's all he is. Gee, many Christmas, all these fantasy folks. I bet you're glad, Brad, that you are not at your former employer where you had to deal with this crap all the time like you used to. I remember that. You used to get beat up on social media. Brad, you've got to fix this. You've got to. As though you, I mean, I like I got no control. Right. I like, I love you to death, man, but you don't have that kind of power. Okay. You don't have that kind of power. And Taysom Hill is not going to have that kind of power tonight either. Take the under. Yes, I have the power of Grayskull and the power uh, to bet the under on Taysom Hill. Number three. All right, uh, this is complete guesswork at tape time. Uh, there is no prop available on this, and I don't give a crap what it opens at. I am smashing the over. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da
an almost sledgehammer style. And I can't believe this is not number one on the Fade Five today. It's uh, just because, uh, again, I'm kind of clacking a clack and roll the dice, not knowing what this number is going to be. But whatever it opens at, Rashad White, uh, I am slamming the over on receptions. I'm guessing it's going to be three and a half tonight. Uh, and you might want to jump on that early if it is that low before it gets juiced up. This is all contingent on whether or not Leonard Fournette is in or out of the lineup. Uh, trends are, uh, with that hip ailment, he is going to be on the sidelines. Or even if he does play, he's probably going to register you know, maybe 35 40% of the overall snap share. Rashad White last week uh, ran 31 routes. He was targeted nine times and caught nine passes. He was nine for nine on targets and receptions. And you know the nature of Tom Brady. It's all about the dink and dunk. Uh, he's got to nibble at you. Uh, he's got to take uh, those uh, very small gains here and there, uh, try to put himself in like third and manageable situations. And a lot of that work is going to come uh, at the uh, the benefit of Rashad White. So uh, even again, if Fournette plays tonight, I believe that White will Hit the over on three to half receptions. Uh, you look at New Orleans, they good up four receptions and 26.1 yards per game, the running back position this season. And White, too, uh, top 25 in yards per route run uh, and top 30 in yards per reception at the RB position. But I don't care about yards. I just care about catches. And again, I'm guessing and hopeful that the number opens at three and a half. And it does. I'm taking the over. Lundy, are you with me? Fade or follow on that Rashad White, whatever it is, over receptions at whatever juice, at whatever book. Do you like it? Uh, you're doing this again. Remember, we, we've already discussed this. When you start throwing up the X, okay, when it's just like, <laughs> I don't know, fill in the blank, but let's bet on it. But you just, I can't, I, I can't with just the blind faith. I mean, come on, I've seen I've seen some of your asshole picks, okay? I mean, sometimes that shit sucks. And yeah. I can't just blindly follow you. So let's play a game, Brad. Let's okay. play a game. The number opens at four and a half. Over. Five and a half. No, under. Okay. I or just it's a no play for me. If four and a half there is kind go. of the breaking point, I'm gonna say this. If it does open at four and a half, I bet you're gonna get that at low plus odds, to be honest. Okay. I really truly believe the number is gonna be three and a half, and it may initially be at minus one fifteen when that opens, but it's gonna probably get juiced up to like minus one fifty in a hurry. So sprint if you blow a hammy. Crawl as quickly as you can to the nearest online sports book to place that wager on the over three and a half, but I would still play it on the four and a half if it okay. is indeed plus money. These are important things for us to establish. Okay. I just need to know, like, it's okay that it's not posted yet. I can, I, I can live with that, but I can't live with this. Just, I don't even care. Sledgehammer. Well, you know what? It's just, I mean, we're we're dabbling in other people's money here, man. Be careful. That's all I'm saying. Just be careful. Uh, I screw being careful. I'm bending over on Rashad White. Number two. Uh, I knew we're all does here on the Fade Five. Let's do an SGP and come with me, hopefully, Lundy, on this one. I'm going to go Chris Godwin, 55-plus receiving yards, and I'm going to match that together with Tampa Bay on the money line. So a little bit of 
correlates, synergize, bring it all together unless uh, the Buccaneers are getting blown out and Godwin's uh, accumulating this in garbage time, but I don't think that's going to be the case. Uh, both those events occur, plus 125 at DraftKings. You look at Chris Godwin in his career, 10 games uh, against the Florida Lees, averaging 65.5 yards per contest. He's at the over on this 55 plus in six of nine games this year. Uh, and it's going to get a lot of the former Bronco, Chris Harris, out of the slot, who has been a generous defensive back this season, giving up a 118.4 passer rating to his assignments. Uh, so, you know, you pulled it all together. Uh, add it all up, carry the one. I think Godwin's going to get a more than a double nickel in receiving yards. And again, I think Tampa's going to win this game. It's probably going to be a field goal, uh, which is going to put a push on the current line. Uh, but again, I just need them to score the W. And if they do that, I score a cool plus 125 at DraftKings. Vader, follow. I like this one. Uh, I'm good with this. The Tampa Bay money line part, I'm not going to lie. Like, weirder things have happened, okay? This hasn't been TB12's year, uh, both on and off the field. Uh, you know, things haven't exactly been going his way. So I'm a little nervous about what to expect out of the Bucks. but this is a hell of a lot better play than dealing with the spread. So throw those Godwin numbers in there, which I think the leg, if we're just looking at the Godwin 55-plus, uh, was right around 220, 225. Uh, on the minus end. So you put in the money line, you get yourself into positive territory, two legs, good enough for me. Oh, it's good enough for Lundy. It should be good enough for you too. Number one. All right. Now, admittedly, uh, we've seen some significant line movement on this player prop. I had it number one early this morning. I would not put it at number one. Hell, just move Rashad White receptions. Whatever the number is at number one. I'm slide this down to number three, but uh, for the sake of podcasting, it's still number one. And that is on the Alba Camara. And I'm still taking the over at 30.5 receiving yards, minus 115 at BetMGM. I don't feel as strongly on this as I did, uh, you know, just a few hours ago, but I'm still willing to clack and clack and roll those dice on the over. Why? Because you look at Alvin Kamara, he's averaging 21.1 routes run per game. Uh, you know uh, how frequently he is deployed as a wide receiver. He's number seven in yards per reception at the running back position, number six in yards per route run, and he's number three in overall target percentage at the RB position. Uh, he has been over this uh, number, I believe, in six of ten games, uh, but Tampa has been incredibly unrelenting to pass catching running backs this season. And this is the counter argument here. They've allowed just 3.3 receptions and only 17, 17.6 receiving yards, the running back position. The only two running backs hit the over against the Buccaneers this year on this line. And, and keep in mind, Kamara did not play in that first matchup uh, earlier this season, uh, but Deonta Foreman hit the over and Kenneth Walker, the third also went over on this number. So uh, I think it's going to be close. It's going to be tight, but unlikely, you know, five, maybe a maximum of six receptions. I think Camara finishes with, uh, I'm not exaggerating here, like 31 or 32 yards. If you want a same game or OGP this down a little bit further and match it together with something else, if you're liking to get it at uh, you know, low minus odds or low plus odds, uh, I think that is a recommended maneuver, but uh, for the sake, again, of this wager, fade or follow, Alvin Kamara, 
Maybe you're a little bit more emphatic than I am on this guess over 30.5 receiving yards minus 115 at bad MGM. I've never seen you slide so reluctantly. Hey, I got the number at 26 and a half. I liked it at 26 and a half. I think it's going to be like 28, 29 yards. Then you put 30 and a hook in. Screw that. I'm not even sure I like it at 26 and a half, Brad. I'm staying under uh, on this one because of how Tampa has been. You're right. The problem is we don't have a Kamara game uh, from earlier this season and that 20 to 10 game to be able to compare it to, uh, to know what his usage could look like against the Bucs. Um, I, I, this is one I would stay away from. I, I think you should have put Rashad. I, I, I you should have put white up at number one. You, you look, man, what do I tell people all the time? T Y G trust your gut, brother, trust your gut. And you should have put Rashad at number one. You failed the people. Now you failed the people. Yes. And, uh, since I failed the people by all means fade the living crap out of me, including some of this additional action. It's bonus time. Lundy. Uh, what else do you like? Maybe in uh, the NHL, the NBA, college basketball. Uh, we got an early matchup between Uwe Pooey and Green Bay, which may be the worst possible matchup in college basketball imaginable. But am I willing to bet on it? Uh, yeah, of course I am. But uh, what do you got on your card on this Monday? Uh, well, I had a, uh, I got a little lucky, uh, on a, uh, I got a little lucky on a parlay yesterday. So I've got some money to lose, Brad. Um, I've got, I've I've got money to lose, so I might as well roll the dice and start losing it. Uh, my bonus time picks are all in the world of hockey. And then one tweak on a same gamer that you did that I had actually put together that I'll share with you as well. But let me, let me go to the ice first and foremost, Brad, Boston has the Boston Bruins have started the season. 14 and 0 at home. They have oh. yet to lose at home. Vegas is coming in tonight to to a face off with the Bees. The Golden Knights actually had a nine game winning streak earlier this season, but they've only won two out of their last five. They are slipping a bit. Now they're on the road. Boston is on fire at home. I'm going to take and Boston's heavily favored by the way. So I'm going to take Boston in regulation. So take them on the 60 minute line or in regulation three way. The, the books re- reference it differently, but basically Boston to win without overtime. That brings the juice down to a minus 115. I also like this three-leg money line if you want to roll this way. Vancouver, Calgary, and Boston. Put all three of those guys together, just straight money line. That is a plus 207, and you know we love the gifts. The goal in the first 10. Tonight's two-legger is that Vegas-Boston game I was just talking about, and we're going to throw in Montreal and Vancouver. They're playing that one at the Canucks home ice, put those two together on a two-leg gift. It is a plus 149. And then quickly back to Monday Night Football. I did a little tweak um, on something. I kind of I, I, I put together two things that I was interested in, and it actually turned out to work for you. So I like Chris Godwin for an anytime touchdown tonight mm. uh, at uh, plus 175. I think touchdowns are going to be at a premium, but I think if it happens, uh, I could easily see Godwin doing it. Remember, he's only got two touchdowns this year but they're in back-to-back weeks. It's just happened these last two weeks. I say he makes it three in a row. So if you want to go all uh, Godwin all the time, Brad, your 55-plus receiving yards combined with that anytime touchdown is a plus 235. Ooh, yeah, get seduced by the juice and suck me in as well. I think that's a great call. Uh, Sticking in the Monday Night Affair, the other one uh, prop that I really like, it grabbed my attention immediately uh, because it's my cousin, Mike Evans, and again, he's the one that uh, 
Uh, it's definitely born with all the athleticism in the family, but I'm taking the over on 22 and a half yards longest reception. Uh, this is minus 115 at BetMGM. Uh, he's going to get a whole lot of pulse and a Debo in coverage. And, and I know he's got a story to history of Marshawn Lattimore, but he's not playing tonight. Uh, Debo is, and Debo is a lot of 71.7 catch rate uh, and also a 127 flat passer rate in his assignments. Uh, Evans has uh, done this nine times, including the first matchup against the Saints. He had a 41-yard reception in that game. Uh, we know that he is a deep ball specialist, uh, number four in total deep targets, number eight in total air yards. And here's something that's interesting. Number five among all wide receivers in unrealized air yards. Those are misconnections between him and Brady, but Brady is still uh, taking those chances down the field with my cousin. So I think they're going to finally, hopefully, sync up on one of these. Uh, and he's going to hit the over again on 22 and a half yards, longest catch. All right, uh, let's go to the world of college basketball. And uh, I'm going to do an SGP. Uh, and I put this together at DraftKings on the Gonzaga-Kent State matchup, which could be sneaky good. I know the Zags are favored by 14 and a half at tape time because – Kent State's actually not that bad. Uh, they're a team uh, that's top 150 according to Bartorvik and Ken Palm, and they play fast. Uh, they are top 75 in the country and adjust the tempo. You know the Zags are one of the fastest teams in the country as well and one of the most uh, offensively efficient, number two in the nation in offensive efficiency, number 21 in effective field goal percentage offense. Uh, Gonzaga shooting 55.6% inside the arc and 38.9% outside of it. And they're number 21 in adjusted tempo. So here's how I'm playing this. I'm going to take Gonzaga down to seven and a half. Uh, they have been far for the covering machines that we've seen prior versions of. So building in a little bit of a cushion there, I'm going to take Kent State. 63-plus points scored because of the up-tempo style of this game and playing into that and leaning it to a little bit heavier. I'm going to take the over on the all-total of 145.5. So, again, Gonzaga minus 7.5, Kent State 63-plus points scored, and the over 145.5, that's plus 110 at DraftKings. So, again, Get seduced by some of those plus odds there. Uh, I also like the uh, Portland squad against North Dakota State, uh, who is a phenomenal at football, all the titles they've won at the D2 level, but they're horrific at basketball. So I'm taking Portland minus nine on the first half line. Portland, one of the best first half teams in the country, plus 4.9 points in total margin. Uh, there, but uh, you look at North Dakota State, one of the worst. Number 355 out of 363 in first half rating with a minus 13.5 points margin, which is the fifth worst in college basketball this year. Portland's been outstanding so far this season, especially from distance, shooting 39.3%. They also get to the line early and often and convert at 78.5%. So I think Portland's going to be up by double figures come the intermission. So give me them minus nine on the first half line. And then in the NBA, Josh Giddy, double, double, whatever the number is, I am in on it. He has done that nine times, 
nine times this season. He's done it back-to-back games. He's averaging 14.7 points per game, 7.7 rebounds per game, 5.6 assists per game. He gets the Atlanta Hawks tonight, and you know this game is going to be zip, 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 up and down because uh, both these teams play at a fast pace. Uh, OKC number five in pace in the NBA, and the Atlanta Hawks number eight in pace in the NBA. So Giddy, I think, is going to be a busy man across the board tonight. Points, rebounds, assists. I kind of like the over two on PRA, but I think he gets a double-double likely in points and rebounds. Whatever that number is, I am in on it. All right, we are out of time here on the Fade 5 Podcast. Rate and review us, would you kindly, if you enjoy this broadcast. Also, fade or follow all of our picks. We created spreadsheets. They are accessible and free to the public. Uh, you can, you know, fade or follow our selections there. Tail us, uh, whatever you want to do. Uh, roll and smoke uh, those documents you want to print them out. It doesn't matter to me. Uh, me, uh, my picks, you can follow me at Noisy Cuevos. Lundy and his selections, follow him at Nate Lundy on the Twitter. As always, for Nate Lunny, I'm Brad Evans. Until next time, feed or follow. That is up to you.